This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Ora e homa, haritoho, ko hana toko ingoa, and you're listening to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. Happy New Year, uh, first and foremost, and thank you for taking a chance on me and tuning in in 2022. I really feel like a winner who is taking it all today, as I've got two super troopers joining me in the studio who are going to gimme, gimme, gimme the inside scoop on Hamilton Musical Theatre's upcoming production of the hit ab musical Mamma Mia. It's Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again with special guests Mike Scanlon and Heather Connolly. Kia ora, guys. Kia ora. Kia ora. Oh, I didn't think I was going to make it through that intro without laughing, to be honest. It's some of my best work. Uh, do you want to say it again? Well, the truth be told, and I, I was saying this um, to Heather and Mike before we started the show, um, this is Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, because uh, in 2021 I had the lovely uh, Fiona and Anne-Marie from your cast um, on the show, and I used aspects of this intro, and I'm like, these puns are too good to lose. <laughs> so I brought it back. You guys are back, because the show is back. Yes, indeed. And yes, we're so excited to be having it back as well. <laughs> Honestly, I there was the greatest way to end 2021 for me to get that email from iTicket because I had tickets to the original season being like, guys, it's back. You can buy tickets to Mamma Mia, the musical, Hamilton Musical Theatre, staging it at Rivoli in February. A month today, actually. It's, right, it's not far away. No, it's not. <laughs> it's and amazing. I mean, we've all had a wonderful break during that time and we are so hyped to get back. I mean, it was such a disappointment that we couldn't get it on last year. Yeah. And we said that we are incredibly lucky that we can actually do it with all the work that's gone into it. There are a number of shows that haven't, haven't been as lucky. So to be able to, to come back and hopefully capture <laughs> exactly where we left off, <laughs> I think we're going to have some fun at our first rehearsal somehow. Yeah. When is, your, when, when is your first rehearsal? When are you guys back on the boards? We're back on the 25th um, of January yeah. and we have uh, three days that week and then we go straight in almost to production week and then we're back on stage for a full-on two-week season. So for us, it's very exciting, um, but we were actually going to have a three-week season. We've mm. only got the stage for two mm. weeks this time, so that means if you want your tickets, you need to get <laughs> in soon. Yeah, and they're, they're selling um, pretty well. I had a little gaze before um, the show today and saw a few flames on iTicket, which normally would make me feel worried, but I already have my tickets, and yes, I'm going to keep bragging about booking in advance, because I want everyone to feel as awesome as I do right now by already having tickets. Um, so yeah, visit iTicket and just search Mamma Mia and you should find it. Uh, but actually, before we get into the specifics, I feel like I should ask you guys about the show because I'm just going into this assuming that everyone like me is a massive Mamma Mia fan and knows the whole thing back to front and so if anyone's feeling up to a brief kind of non-super spoilery 
plot summary <laughs> or just about the show, by all means, jump in. Well, where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's um, like like keep it keep it brief, keep it brief. <laughs> I, I, I love the history of it. I, I'm afraid I'm a history buff, so I love the history of how the show came about, especially having been a, an, an 80s, uh, 70s and 80s DJ. Um, so all the Mamma Mia songs, and, and really the songs carry the show as much as anything else. And then layered on top of that is this fabulous story, um, which came about from a, a taxi ride <laughs> when Judy Kramer um, worked in the same studio that um, Bjorn and Benny Mm. And we're working with Tim Rice. And she went and picked them up from the airport and pitched this idea. And they said, well, they kind of scoffed her and said, if you can come up with a story, we'll have a look at it. So she got a, a playwright together, uh, Catherine Johnson, to write this fabulous script. And that's really what we're presenting is, the, is that, 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 um, that script with the music thrown in that just lifts it so much higher. And it's essentially about uh, a young lady who has um, grown up on this Greek island and doesn't know who her dad is. And she wants, she has this dream of, of this magical white wedding mm-hmm. that she would love to have. And so she decides she's going to invite dad and she wants her dad to walk her down the aisle. Trouble is, she just doesn't know <laughs> who he is. <laughs> so she's got it nailed down from, um, having, from finding mum's diary. I can probably um, divulge that much to one of three men. So she invites all three on the pretense that they're just coming to... Um, in fact, I'm trying to remember what the pretense is, but basically just to, uh, oh, yeah, to invite to the wedding, basically yeah. invite to a wedding, et cetera. And et cetera. I, think, I think around that, it's also a story of friendship. I think yeah. that's an absolute key thing. It's the friendship of the mother, um, Donna, with her two best buddies that mm. have come back to support her for the wedding of her daughter. It's the friendship of her daughter and their, her two best buddies yep. um, being on the island. Um, and I think in many senses, the three dads who don't know each other until they arrive, they create a friendship. So I think wrapped in all of this is a real fun fact that it's all about friendships and, and reuniting together again. Mm. Just great job on the plot summary there, guys. <laughs> I'd like no, no spoilers there. Yeah, no, no spoilers. spoilers. That was Sorry, really good. Because as, as I keep saying, I'm a massive Mamma Mia fan. Um, I actually rang in the new year watching Mamma Mia because it was on TV. And so me and my mates watched the film. Obviously, this is not the film. This is what came first. Um, debatably the better of the two. Uh, you be the judge. Uh, get your tickets to see Mamma Mia at Riverley Theatre and um, then watch the film and decide which is better. I feel like you can't beat live, though, especially with you guys on stage, mm. which is um, why I'm going to segue to um, who you guys are and who you are playing. Okay, well, we'll start with me. I'm playing Rosie, who is one of Donna's friends. Um, so we'll call it the adult cast yeah, versus, yeah. Versus, versus the younger cast. <laughs> um, Rosie is a really cool character. She is bubbly. She's lots of fun. She's incredibly caring. Um, she's constantly racking up Donna's other friend, Tanya, mm. because Tanya's the absolute opposite of Rosie. So Rosie's your down-to-earth um, character who enjoys a bit of fishing, um, a bit of joking around with everybody, and 
her other friend Tanya is the well-to-do um, lady who's done very well for herself, maybe a few more than one or two husbands. Um, <laughs> so the two of them really play off each other and it's been lots and lots of fun working with um, Anne-Marie who plays um, Tanya. Um, this is so fitting because I had Anne-Marie on last time and yeah. now yes. I've got you. <laughs> exactly. And it's all you're all brought together with the magic of ABBA. Precisely. Hmm. And um, Mike, who are you playing? I'm playing Bill, Bill Austin. Oh, this is very fitting, the, isn't it? <laughs> well, he, he's kind of the, the male equivalent of Rosie. He's the devil yeah. may care, um, traveller, um, never been tied down, doesn't want to be tied down, doesn't want to be settled down. And he and Rosie actually met. Or, did they meet previously? I know she, she knew who he was, didn't she? I think they had, if we go back in history, which is not in the show, mm. um, they actually met at some stage when um, Rosie, Tanya and Donna maybe might have been performing. That's mm, very like that. And, of course, that was when Bill had visited previously and had a... Um, Donna, met, yeah. <laughs> met. <laughs> met. The, the brackets, the inverted brackets you don't see on radio. <laughs> I'm really good. I really appreciate you doing the air quotes. It happens a lot here. You'd be surprised. Probably not the first or the last, Mike. Indeed. And we'll do an interpretive dance later. <laughs> <laughs> so um, to you guys as yourselves, not as your characters, I assume this is your first time... Um, doing Mamma Mia. Has anyone been in Mamma Mia before? I was in the previous one, which was done um, with Hamdrop Oh, Society. 2015? Yes. So yep. I, I was on Follow Spot. Um, so I got to watch the show from above <laughs> for the first half. Yeah. And for the second act, I came on as the priest at the end. That's so, that's a bit of a shift in roles there. <laughs> Slight shift. <laughs> I got defrocked for this one. <laughs> and Heather, your first time doing Mamma Mia? It is my first time doing Mamma Mia, although I, if we go back many, many a moon now, probably about 20 years ago, I saw it done in London and it mm. was one of those shows I just really had on my bucket list. So when auditions came up, I was like, yep, I'm definitely going to give it a go. And it's been so much fun. It's been a great ride. Oh, that's good. Hey, even if it did get slightly extended. Precisely. <laughs> hey, an extra an extra six months. I'm not saying no to that. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been fairly, fairly early on. It came out in 99, so that yes, would have been only a right, couple of years after. It was right at the beginning, yeah. yeah. It was wonderful. And so when you first saw, you know, Abba for... Uh, not Abba, sorry, Mamma Mia for the first time, was it because you knew the story or because you were like, Abba musical, this sounds amazing? Actually, it was, I'm in London, I've got to go to the theatre. That's what it was really That's about. You've got to see a show when you're in London. And I was there with my dad. Um, he was over doing some work. And um, it was one of those, mum and dad had grown up listening to ABBA. Every mm. Christmas they'd got it out and us kids had just sat there and cringed as they danced along to and sung along to all the songs. So when it was like, we're going to go and see a musical, I was like, great, I love musicals. We're going to go and see ABBA. Uh-huh. We are, really. But, I mean, it was just stunning. I yeah. mean, it was one of those ones where it wasn't... You go and see something like Phantom or Les Mis and they're set so differently. This mm. is vibrant. It is bright. It is exciting the whole way through. Mm. And that's what really got me. And, I mean, actually, it's kind of... Obviously, we keep talking about the reschedule, how you guys were meant to go ahead in October 2021. Now you're Feb 2022. Honestly, it's a great timing for this show because it's it's very summery. Well, like, I mean, it's in Greece, 
Oh, I mean, both myself and Anne-Marie were going, we're going to have to buy some Bondi sands to get a suntan if we were doing it in October. But guess what? We have a natural suntan now. Yeah. And I would say that everybody else that's in the show will be the same. We'll be looking like we've been on that Greek island for many, many years. Mike might need to still get some Bondi sands. Just a wee bit. Just, just a little bit. bit. Hey, guys, we're on radio. You could have just lied. You could be like, Mike is um, looking... Like he's been on a Greek island for months, but um, <laughs> no. And I hopefully, you know, we're in the um, peak New Zealand summer. You know, it's sunny. There's sand if you drive out of Hamilton, and hopefully, it's um, you know, doing wonders for helping everyone get into character a bit, or at least feel kind of in the world, if that makes sense. Mm. Or maybe that's just me getting a bit too symbolic. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think in many senses, we just before Christmas we had a get together at um, at Jonathan's house. Jonathan's playing Harry Bright, mm-hmm. and um, his wife Marianne is in the show as well in the company, and they hosted whoever could get there. And it was great. We ran around. Um, we ran around quite a bit. We, we ran through some of the songs and some of the dancing on their deck. And then they've got a pool. Yeah. So trust me, it was definitely a lot of summer fun happening in terms of that. Everyone was having lots of fun and really getting into the groove. So we haven't lost the groove. Yeah. We might have we stopped for a few months, but we've definitely not lost the groove. Oh, that's great to hear. Um, and on a, I'm going to say, I've, I feel like I've already said it, but I cannot wait. I've already been going on about how much I love Mamma Mia and so uh, to stop myself going on I'm going to break for a song Um, one that I feel that you guys may recognise because you may or may not sing it in the show Um, it's Take a Chance on Me (laughs) (laughs) we might know that one Um, sort of (laughs) this is the uh, version from uh, the movie I'm afraid because I've got a mix of ABBA songs for today and I've got some from like original ABBA albums, some from the film and some from the musical. So uh, here's uh, Julie Walters and Stellan Skarsgård having a crack at Take a Chance on Me. Take a chance, I'm the first in line Honey, I'm still free Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance on me If you need me, let me know It's gonna be around If you got no place to go When you're feeling down If you're all alone When the pretty words have gone Honey, I'm still free Take a chance on me Gonna do my
Nothing to kind of uh, add a bit of buzz to your Tuesday evening. There, that was Take a Chance on Me from the film adaptation of Mamma Mia! The Musical. Uh, hot topic of today's episode of That's the Ticket because I have uh, two of the stars from Hamilton Musical Theatre's upcoming production of Mamma Mia! The Musical, which is opening in February. Heather Connolly and... Mike Scanlon are here. We've just been having a yarn about ABBA, which is basically me, like, every night <laughs> with my mates. But um, that song's a bit special because um, one of the people in the studio, and no, it's not me right now, may or may not have to sing this song. That may have to be actually me. Yeah. Um, so, yes, no, it, it is, it's a... Um, it's a really smart way that they've put that particular song into the show. And that's a real thing about Mamma Mia! The Musical is how they've incorporated um, Abba's music to help tell the story of the show. Um, and without giving too much away, that particular number happens in the second half. And it's about Rosie trying to conjure Bill, who's been played by Mike, into, uh, hey, maybe the two of us could have something going here. You could take a chance on me, and I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Okay, I will be the judge when I go and see the show, whether or not I would take a chance. It's it's one of those things where there are themes running through the show, and one of them is Bill and Rosie's developing through the show, and you see it in snippets through the show, and then this is kind of our culmination song at the end of it. Uh, which is really cool, and it's, and it's such a fun song to do. It's, it's the, uh, yeah. I, I'll say it's one of the comedy highlights of the show. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's fun. Um, and, and it kind of, um, there are a few of those um, sorts of, um, I'll say, fun themes running through. Um, yeah, there's, there's, the there's definitely another one with, um, with Tanya, mm. who's played by Anne-Marie Case-Miller, and she has a fun relationship um, theme happening through the show with um, the character Pepper, which is played by Eckard Becker, and that's a real fun one to sort of watch yeah. through the show as well. And Eckard's character Pepper, his his best mate Eddie, which is played by Daniel Crookshank, they have some really fun little um, little snippets that make the show really quite lots and lots of fun to do. You're name dropping a lot of um, talented local performers here. Oh, would you like some more? I mean, if you <laughs> do, got, do you want the you, untalented ones? <laughs> I mean, I'm also in the show guy. No, um, I mean, if you if you have a list ready to go, oh. only your favourites. Only my favourites. <laughs> well, that would that would actually have to be everybody in the whole show. But I mean, if we continue with the young um, cast, the friends mm. of um, of Sophie. Um, Sheridan, who is Donna's daughter. So Sophie Sheridan is played by Bethany Petrovich. Hopefully I've said that right, Bethany. Um, 
But Bethany is is basically the girl that's getting married. Right. So that's Sophie's character. Um, and she's getting married to Skye, and Skye's played by Zach Clark, who's been around a number yep. of shows recently. He's been Hamilton. around the theatre block. Yes, he has. Mm. And Bethany, the same way that um, Donna... Um, and I'll come to Donna and who's playing Donna soon, but the same way that Donna's got her two mates, Tanya and Rosie, um, Sophie has got her two mates, Ellie and Lisa, and they're being played by Madison Cruikshank, mm-hmm. who's also been involved with Hamilton Musical yep. Theatre quite a bit, and Sasha Kirkwood, who again has been involved with Hamilton Musical Theatre quite a bit, and I remember seeing her on stage not very long ago with you, Mike. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> we did forum. Oh, that's right. <laughs> there, cetera, so, cetera. yeah. She's, so, she's, a, she's a talented singer too, like writes her own songs from yeah. Raglan. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Stunning. So then, if I'm going to do some real names dropping, I've got to get to our two lead um, relationships, our two lead characters. So... Um, the other male, I've mentioned already that there's um, Mike, obviously, is, being, is, is playing um, Bill Austin and Jonathan Kay is playing Harry Bright. But our other lead male is Lindsay Armour, who's playing Sam Carmichael, mm-hmm. um, a.k.a. Pierce Brosnan, for those that have seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. And that really gets to the ultimate person in this particular show, and it's about Donna. Oh, I mean, would we go that far with this person? Oh, yes, yeah, we, we, yeah. Ha- we have to. <laughs> Fiona would. Yeah, I know, that's why I'm saying <laughs> are we going to go that oh, far? Oh, we will. So, Fiona, this is just for you. Fiona Greaves is playing Donna Sheridan, and she does a really amazing job at holding everything together when actually, because of all the turmoil of what's going on, She's not really holding it together at all. <laughs> no. I mean, that makes sense for Fiona. No, jokes aside, we, we, we're mates. Um, Fiona and I have done a few um, shows together, so if she's listening right now, I hope that she'll be laughing at these jokes that I'm making. But a um, lot of stage time for her. I mean, it's probably you guys are probably quite busy in general because it's quite an ensemble show, right? It, it is. You, you're, I mean, basically, Fiona's on stage the whole show. It's mm. a big thing for Fiona. Um, it's a, but it's a lot for everybody else. Yeah. Like in terms of even if we go to, often you think you've got um, backstage doing everything for you. Actually, our ensemble and our cast are not only dancing and singing and singing backstage when they're not on stage. They're also moving the set. They're also getting changed into different costumes. They're playing multiple characters, um, and they're all really just as passionate. That as those that have actually given names to that have actually playing named parts. So it's a really cool show with really great people in it. Mm. I mean, based on, um, you know, what you've said and the names you've dropped, I'm not surprised. And I do just want to take a quick moment um, to ask you about your creative team because you've got a bit of a dream team going on, haven't you? Um, Mike, maybe I should pass over to you and you can well, talk about the creative team. Our director is John Drummond and John's been around for theatre for a number of years. Um, in fact, he and I were doing a vaudeville show together probably about 20 plus years ago. <laughs> we go that far back. Um, and John... As far as his directorial style is concerned, what I love about John is he knows what he wants. He knows his shows. He knows it inside out, and he knows exactly what he wants. But alongside that, if you come up with an idea, uh, he'll give it absolutely fair due and say, "Yeah, like that. Yeah, oh, no, nah. <laughs> not working." You know, etc. Um, but willing to give actors their head, you know, and 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 try things together and see how they work and work uh, alongside of people. Uh, very experienced. He's a Zony Award-winning director. Um, won a Zony Award for Spamalot oh, yep. uh, for direction. Um, he's also won for Best Lighting Design <laughs> with Into the Woods and Best Youth Production for The Wiz, as well, well as the director for the Best Musical at Spamalot. 
Yeah. To, so Man not of many just talents. a director, but absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And um, um, who have you got on uh, musical director and choreographer? Musical director is a young man named Jonathan Hawthorne. And Jonathan's been around for a young man. He's been, been around the music scene for a long time. Yeah, I would <laughs> agree with that sentiment. Um, yeah. Very experienced, extremely talented. I, uh, I, I, I'm so envious I almost hate the man. <laughs> No, that actually, much talent <laughs> shouldn't be allowed. I caught um, Jono in uh, the Wintech production of Little Shop of Horrors at the Meteor at the right. end of 2021. Great job, Jono. Um, mm. If I don't say it on radio, I'm never going to say it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he is I mean, just so so wonderful to work with. Nothing's too much. The work he's put into this production, mm. um, just so many um, so many harmonies, so many different harmonies for all the cast. It's quite harmony And heavy, he's just isn't said, it? look, if you need anything, just let me know. I'll go through it with you. Um, yeah, and yeah. It's one of those shows where actually you can't just say we'll do two weeks of learning all the vocals. No. This was a show that it took over a, it took a month to learn the vocals for it because there's just every song bar about one or two mm. has got vocals the whole way through it and that's all the different harmonies out there. So it's it's a big sing for everybody. Mm. And um I think you need someone with Jono's talent who can, um, you know, just play your your part on piano. And, and you know, it's it's um, there are there are lots of people that that know music and can read music, but you need a certain level of skill for this show. Um, I think a high level of skill for there's so many harmonies in it um, to be able to get them right. And um, you've got to put the work in, and and the cast have to put the work in too. You know, it's like you can't just go to rehearsal and and learn it. You have to put the work in, and and it shows. You know, yeah, the work I mean, that everyone's done. That's evident from this yarn because you're saying, you know, you're talking about you've got your handy as harmonies, you've got all these songs, you've got all this action on stage, and then you've got your choreo, I assume. Yes, and choreo is their wonderful Vicky. Vicky Lloyd's um, has done the choreography for it, and um, I hadn't didn't know her before this production. Uh, I must confess, I'd seen her name on a few shows but now you must know her very well <laughs> yes i i'm uh, we have this running gag with her that i'm stalking her <laughs> so any opportunity has that i pop up and <laughs> you, you just appear just and appear, then you're yes. like look i still know my choreo <laughs> i haven't lost it over over however oh, many lock, lockdowns there <laughs> and i give i give vicky a lot of credit actually we had got really really we had got the whole of Act 1 absolutely, utterly nailed. Mm. And then we had that thing we don't really want to discuss, which was that lockdown, that first one we had last year. And Vicky then actually recorded everything and stuck it all up for us all to learn, which was amazing. So we learnt so much online. But the great thing was all the cast took that on board and they did it. So when we got together, it was refining and placing us on stage. But she put so much work into doing that Mm. and a lot of credit to her because otherwise we would have come back and we would have lost three weeks of rehearsal time. But we were actually straight back into it. And so um, a, easy to adapt things, and I think that's her, her training and her vast experience that she's got um, when we're missing someone or something changes, etc. It's just like, it's not a problem. Just kind of move the choreo around. If something's not working, that's okay. We'll just do something different, etc. You know? <laughs> and I, mean, I love that. You know, That's what you need. Yeah. I mean, I, I say that's what you need like I have been in many a musical. I have not. I just like to go and watch them. I've seen you guys in a few. This is me segueing to other things you've been in. Um, and actually, b- b- off air, I was talking to Heather, and I'm like, oh, what was the first thing I saw you saw you in? And uh, catch me if you can for Hamilton Musical Theatre, right? Yep, so I did that a couple of years ago. I actually was 
the vocal director for it um, and ended up with just a little small cameo role on stage, mm. which was a lot of fun, actually. Um, and it was the first time I'd been back on stage probably in a good 10 years. I mean, children come along and you sort of worry about them for a while. But um, now they're getting slightly older enough that I can actually come back and do Just some... get them into theatre, then oh. you do the shows as a family. That was my childhood. Yeah, well, exactly. And it is actually happening because my son is a very talented guitar player. Oh, and cool. just finished last year... They did We Will Rock You with Hamilton Girls and Boys High. So he oh, was in nice. the band for that, which was great, playing guitar, first year at Boys High. And my daughter's really into her dance mm. as well as um, playing the violin. So, yes, we do do the musical family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yes, they will probably all be on stage at some stage. Um, but for me, previous shows, um, Hamilton Musical Theatre, um, when it was um, obviously before it was renamed to Hamilton Musical Theatre, I have done with them Jesus Christ Superstar. Classic. Which was great. I got to play Mary and my husband was Judas in that. That's going back pre-children, so that's quite a few years ago now. I saw that. You were both stunning. Oh, thank you so much, Mike. <laughs> um, and I actually, we well, it was it was done this last year and I really enjoyed it, but I um, did Ch- um, Chicago with oh. Hamilton Musical Theatre and got to play Roxy. Oh, classic. So that was, um, you know, before I got too old, but that was, um, <laughs> that was a great one to also tick under the belt and I really enjoyed... Um, the Hamilton operatic version of it, which was done um, just last year, which was great. Your performance history just sounds like everyone's bucket list. Yes, yeah, I, 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 I pick them. Yeah, you really <laughs> I, do. I, I do. Pick, I, I'm very careful to pick the ones. No, I'm not in saying that. There's been a lot. I've, I've loved being in the company in mm. many, many shows as well. But there are certain which are a real highlight. And my last real highlight was not even in the Wakato. It was. Um, Simon John Coleman, many years ago, who was a director around um, our region, had um, was directing the New Zealand premiere of Copacabana. Oh, wow. And that wow. was done at Tauranga Musical Theatre. Yeah, and yeah. I got, was very, very lucky to play the lead Lola in that. And that's going back, oh, probably close to 17 years ago now. But that was, again, another real highlight for me. Solid range as well. You're just going from one extreme to the other. Copacabana to yeah. uh, Jesus Christ Superstar yeah. and Chicago. Three very different shows and then with a sprinkle of Catch Me If You Can. Yep. And then throw in some ABBA and <laughs> yeah. here we are. Here, here we, we are. are. Um, Mike, can I please have the abridged version because you've been around for a hundred <laughs> years. I I was young. We used Oh, gosh. Where, do, where does one start? I'm like, maybe just say the shows you haven't done, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, there's quite a few. I must admit, there's a, uh, quite a few that I would like to do. I, I started, uh, as I mentioned you before the show, um, doing uh, discos, DJing back mm. in the 70s, which is a little way back. And then in, during the 80s, um, I got into Music Hall mm. in Wellington when Simon John was still down in Wellington in those days, etc. was very, very well known, etc. And was very fortunate, my one claim to fame, to... Um, we did um, Guys and Dolls yeah. in a, a um, small theatre in um, uh, Island Bay, uh, my first musical. And we did one dance routine, which was called the Crapshooters Dance from that. And I auditioned for the... Um, 
production of Evita that was the professional production that was going to Hawaii and I used my one dance routine that I'd learned <laughs> and got into this professional production and toured to Hawaii as a dancer, as one of the six male dancers okay, in the so company. Okay, so we're starting with a humongous <laughs> flex. Now, now I don't feel good. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Now, now, Does I'm, everyone else feel inadequate? <laughs> good. Possibly, yes. We'll just leave Mike now. And, and we did a second, um, we toured New Zealand later that year mm. uh, with the company, etc. And I've never managed to successfully get into another professional. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fully professional. But I'm going to ask, can you still do that? dance routine um <laughs> not as well i would say <laughs> we can slow the music down a little bit no. um but it's been a huge segue into doing lots of other shows and how that. long have you been doing stuff with hamilton musical theater uh well i came down to hamilton in uh, from auckland in about 93 i think it was um and then i auditioned for seven brides for seven brothers mm-hmm. and i played the lead in that role uh, in that in that show um, well, because of course I look like Howard Keel, <laughs> and still do <laughs> with Gail Williams. That was our, our we, oh, we um, shared. That was our um, our our initial um, leads together, um, and successfully managed to break the bed on stage. And I'll say no more about that. <laughs> And Gail can't be listening because she's now no, in the UK. In the UK hey, she's going to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you never know, etc. Okay, so um, 1993 and, and never looks back. And from there, um, as I got, uh, uh, did the vaudeville show with John, mm. uh, etc. And have done, gosh, how many shows? Les Mis, 2005, I think it was, we did that. Yeah, I was in that. Oh, right. Yes, yeah, Lil Eponine, <laughs> non-singing part. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I did my first uh, show with Operatic in... Uh, with your mum, actually, oh, which was Oliver. Oh, so. kia mum. She, she'll be listening. <laughs> yes. Oliver, that was a good one. Yeah, it was fun, Mike, in, uh, did, uh I feel like HMT or when it was Music Makers did Oliver too. Uh, they did, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who it was. Um, I, yeah, there's no point trying to remember the year. Yeah, but, uh, um, the years go by, et cetera. But, yeah, over the years, like, um, I, I'd say, I mean, the, the, um, Les Mis would be one of my favourites. Mm. Um, as well as Hairspray. I played Wilbur and Hairspray. Yeah. Um, others, uh, to be honest, I've, I've been more involved more recently with Barbershop. Yeah, uh, yeah. With uh, um, Harmony kind of singing over the last few years. And um, which brings me to family. Um, uh, we did um, acting classes, uh, acting courses, etc. with my, my daughter, Brianna, mm-hmm. in the earlier years. And Lachlan was a part of that. And in later years, the last two or three years, he's been involved in barbershop singing. Mm-hmm. So he's now um, moved to Christchurch, or what I say moved to Christchurch. He's studying in Christchurch um, this year. Last year. Yeah. Last year, etc. And is singing now with the barbershop, a couple of choruses down there. This so. is making me feel ancient. <laughs> Yes. Um, and also, I'm I'm going to mention your wife because she taught me everything I know. She'll probably hate this because uh, <laughs> unsung heroes, uh, Jeannie Murphy Scanlon, one of the uh, greatest producers I've ever known. Uh, reason why why I'm as cool as I am today, and a great reference on my CV. But um, yeah, shout out to Jeannie. She's involved in this. Yes, she's doing most of the marketing. Yeah, um, yeah. Show, um. And. Um, you say that you've been mostly getting into barbershop, but you were on stage with Hamilton Musical Theatre last year. That is true. And it was a show called a Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. Yeah. Which is again, and one of the things I love about theatre is that there are certain parts. Um, for example, I've got to play Baldrick with um, um, Blackadder in Cambridge mm. um, the year before. There are certain parts that I think um, I learned a long time ago uh, pick a part that you want to do, that you love, that you think would suit you, 
and um, you, a character you can develop. And that was the same with Forum last year, uh, with some fun people like Tim Pollock, etc. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. Had Tim and Sean on the on that's the ticket last year. And that's it right. Was great. Yes. I mean, I, it sounds like history is repeating itself in regards to picking a part that you reckon you'll suit and that you'll love because you guys, the way you guys are talking about Mamma Mia, it sounds like you're ticking that box well and truly. <laughs> Absolutely. I, mean, I was always, when I knew Mamma Mia was coming up, it was one I thought, I have to do that. I don't yeah. care what part I get. <laughs> I'll play Sophie if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, better watch yourself, Zach wouldn't Sophie. be very happy no. with that, but hey, that's... <laughs> um, but no, it's time for me to break for another song and... Uh, popular segment on That's the Ticket which is called Rick's Pick. Some background uh, to those of you who aren't familiar with the segment. I have an Uncle Rick. He's a uh, great listener of music, listens to a lot of music, listens to a lot of radio and um, when he found out I was getting my own radio show, he's like, cool I'm going to give you a list. Every week you can have Rick's Pick. And um, actually last year when I had my first slot of Mamma Mia guests on, I had to do a, put in a special request to him for his favourite ABBA songs so it could be on theme and so I've gone back to that list because he could never just give me one because he's such uh, a man of great taste and always gives me options and so uh, this week's Rick's pick is One of Us from uh, ABBA's album The Visitors Uh, so enjoy, this one's for you Uncle Rick
that was this week's Rick's Pick, uh, One of Us by ABBA, which uh, if you haven't realised is a focus of today's episode because I'm talking to Mike Scanlon and Heather Connolly from Hamilton Musical Theatre's upcoming production of Mamma Mia! The Musical. Now, uh, just to recap, we've obviously, we've talked about the show, we've talked about um, some of the people involved in the show. You're in your dream team of a, of a creative team, your killer cast, but um, I feel like, uh, Heather, you're quite keen to uh, talk about some of the people who don't necessarily get the spotlight. Well, yeah. See, to me, you can't put on a show without um, all the people that actually work behind the scenes to make sure that we look stunning on stage. So just a big shout-out to Tracy Wilson, who is the wardrobe manager. Now... This set then and the costumes have been the touring one around New Zealand, but actually by the time they've got to us, you've got all different casts of all different shapes and sizes, Mm. and Tracy has gone out and she has made us all look absolutely special and what she has managed to use in terms of what came with the set and what she's also done and created herself. So you're definitely in for some glitter, some glam, and some wonderful costumes from Tracy. Um, Tracy's husband Grant is the props manager so it's great to have him on board and they're an absolute dream team working together keep it in the family oh definitely so (laughs) we've got Steph Hack doing hair and makeup Um, Russell Fricker who has been around for years is the most amazing sound design for the show we've got Damien Brown as chief mech Um, Phil Jones as our stage manager Hannah Pope, who has been at every single rehearsal we have done as production assistant and absolutely make sure that we're all there on time and we do our absolute best to make sure that we we learn all of our stuff and we get to every rehearsal. And I can't um, actually put a big enough shout out to Maureen Crookshank, who has been the production manager, who during all the different lockdowns, when it was like, well, we won't be on on week one, let's see if we can reshuffle weeks two and three to make sure we can get as many tickets in as possible. And who's actually got tickets with their friends and we can put them together in a bubble and we can put a gap around them. So big shout out to Maureen, who's done so much work behind the scenes and actually making sure this show is going to go on a month today. <laughs> yes, let's go. Um, and after that, uh, very kind of inspiring and morale-boosting um, message, I'm going to take the mic because it's my radio show. No, I've just, I'm just going to quickly go through upcoming events. Uh, might as well start with Mamma Mia, which is oh, really? uh, <laughs> running at Rivoli Theatre uh, February 4th to 19th, uh, Tickets are available now through iTicket. I will be putting the links up to all um, the stuff I'm talking about with the podcast of this episode. So go ahead and like the That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney Facebook page and the Hamilton Musical Theatre page while you're at it. There's some great photos of the uh, Mamma Mia team looking absolutely amazing on there. So go check it out. Uh, Tickets are $39 per person for evening shows, $30 adults and $25 child slash concession for matinees. And um, it is relatively family friendly. My kids are going. Yeah. I think I think my eleven year old she can sing every single song on that show. There you go. From one mum to the mums out there. Um, <laughs> continuing on with other things happening at uh, the wonderful Rivoli Theatre, Beauty and the Beast Junior is running January eighteenth to twenty second, uh, with eleven am and two pm shows daily. Plus, um, they've got a couple of evening shows too. Um, so that's quite soon. If you haven't got your tickets, I highly recommend like booking them ASAP. I've got mine. Yeah. 
There we go. You're gr- you can stick around. Oh, that's, that, that, that was a Christmas present for my daughter, and she is super excited. She's got that, and then Mamma Mia. Yeah, actually, Mamma Mia tickets would be a really good Valentine's Day gift, just putting it out there. Um, and then later on, Ham- for Hamilton Musical Theatre, Blood Brothers is coming up May 14th to 28th. And I don't think tickets are up yet. Are they up yet? No, they're not up yet. And I'm asking Heather because rumour has it you're in the show. Oh, look, it's just another one that I wanted to do off the bucket list. So, yes, super excited to um, be working on that show. And we start rehearsals the day after we close Mamma Mia. Okay, that sounds really chill and relaxing. For yes, us. yeah. So, so Blood Brothers is a completely different show um, to Mamma Mia. It's a story of uh, twin boys who um, one gets given away at birth, set in Liverpool. Um, it starts in about the 60s and traverses to about the 80s. Got some fabulous music in it, and boy, has it got a stunning cast. So, mm. again, really excited to be working with some super talent from the Waikato region. Couldn't I put it better myself? I'm so pumped about this. Um, we were talking about this in that uh, Blood Brothers in the song break because I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about Blood Brothers because I saw that you're in it, and we decided. And then I've never seen it. Heather's seen it. Mike, you've never seen never it, seen eh? No. So no. Mike and I are both going to be there in May. <laughs> um, so, yeah, head over, uh, keep an eye on eye ticket for Blood Brothers. And then elsewhere in Kirikiroa, just really quickly, um, Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival is just around the corner with the festival set to run February 18th to 27th. The full program, program and more info can be found at hgaff.co.nz. And then over at Clarence Street Theatre, they've got uh, comedian Ursula Carlson scheduled to come through on February 11th and 12th. As for the Meteor, they do have a gig in February, but it's already sold out, so didn't know if it was worth plugging. No, they've um, got a uh, comedian who sold out last year. So um, that's great for them. It's great to see that uh, the arts are thriving in Hamilton because we all know 2021 was a bit of a year. I know, and we're going into summer, and I just love February and um, this region. It's just absolutely stunning with yeah. the, the festival going on, mm. with Mamma Mia going on, with everything. It's just such a time to go out, grab a nice meal in town, go see some theatre, go see some comedy, go see some of the bands coming through, and just enjoy the fact that we can get out and do it. Oh. Again, I keep having to say, couldn't have said it better myself, because you're just killing it, Heather. You're just killing it with the positive vibes. But... um to my lovely guests um, and actually the firstly to the Mamma Mia team um, Mahi Pai great work um, you guys should be so proud to have got this far I'm so stoked and wish you all the best for your season ahead and then to you two thank you for coming and sitting in the studio with me on one of the hottest days of 2022. It's quite you've, nice to be in here. You've got air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I got them. They didn't want to talk to me. They just wanted to sit somewhere air conditioned. But um, thanks for coming on and having a yarn. It's been a bloody blast. Oh, thank you so much for having us. And I'm really excited to actually be back um, mm. thinking about stage stuff again. Yeah. Well, Especially Mamma Mia. I mean, it's one of those shows that, you know, it's like, um, the music's infectious. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the, the happiness that the music brings is also infectious, which I think everyone needs a bit of right now. Mm. Oh, definitely so. So, I mean, and we will not be offended if everybody in the audience is singing. Actually, we want them singing along with us. Can we dance? 
well, you've got your seat and your chair and you can dance up next to your seat and chair. Definitely want that. And at the end, there is a little special surprise and I think you might be dancing, Hannah. Okay, I'm going to get in the aisle. <laughs> um, I'll live stream it on the That's the Ticket Facebook page. I probably won't because copyright restrictions, but um, I'm saying it now, so now I have to do it. But um, I'm going to play us all out with a new ABBA song. So it's not from the show, but um, I don't know if you guys are aware that ABBA released new music last year. They did, yes. yes. And uh, this was one of my fave tracks on New Year's Eve because as soon as the album dropped, I'm like, I need to listen to the whole thing and then um, criticise it heaps, even though I'm not qualified at all to do so. But um, this is one of my favourite tracks on the new album. It's um, called Keep an Eye on Dan and I just vibe it because it's very, like, quite disco-y, Mike, so you'll vibe it. <laughs> and, and we've always had to keep an eye on Dan in our show, Mamma Mia, too. <laughs> Daniel's quite a... Oh, true, you <laughs> do. <laughs> oh, well, this is for you, Mr Crookshank. But yes. um, I've been Hannah Mooney. This has been That's the Ticket and uh, Matewa. See you later.
more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.